Welcome, everybody, to episode seven of Thoughts from the Nosebleeds. Today is Monday, March the 2nd. We've got a packed show today. Since it's March, we're starting off with college basketball. We have a roundup of the weekend, some crazy things going on. A bunch of teams lost. Duke still stinks. I'll save that, though, when we get to the podcast. We've got that. We've got Kentucky winning the SEC regular season championship. We talked about that game against Auburn this weekend. Coming up in the SEC tournament, even though we do have two games left, but you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We can give us that luxury. And, of course, our picks from this past weekend in the SEC and the XFL, and we'll see uh, how Brayton's triple play did. So, without further ado, let's do this. Welcome in, everybody, to episode seven of Thoughts from the Nosebleeds. Today is March the 2nd. Thank you for joining us. Joined, as always, by Braden Ramsey. Braden, how are you? Um, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Picks weren't as solid this week. You know, we'll get to it later. But uh, I know what you want to start with real you know quick. What's not a, you know what's not solid anymore, Braden? The freaking D.C. Defenders. I, I told you we were going to start off with college basketball, the show. But I just looked at Twitter. Tampa Bay. The Mark Tressman Tampa Bay Vipers are leading us 13 to 0. That's tough, bro. 13 to 0. T U F F tough. Oh my gosh. I well, we'll see how it improves throughout throughout the throughout the episode. I won't we'll get to XFL here in a while. Hopefully yeah. by the time we get there the score is different. Yeah. Um but this is not how I want it to start. Not to mention the Penguins have lost six straight since nah. that stupid when we did the game against uh the the Toronto. Yeah, that's tough, buddy. I'm on a bad streak with my teams right now. Yeah, I, I well, yeah you got the cats rolling, though. I got the cats rolling, though. You that's, got the cats, and that's, that's always something to fall back on right there. It's a good point. And speaking of Kentucky and college basketball, that's where we're going to start today. So w- it was a crazy weekend, again, in college basketball. To say the least. So many top teams falling. Whew. Yeah, so this past weekend, um, just in the top ten, half of the top ten lost this weekend, you said earlier seven of the ranked teams lost to unranked teams this yeah. weekend. It's a lot, man. Brought it up to 42 total on the year, which we talked about how crazy it was before. A sixth of them came yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy to think about. I am, uh, I just, I'm kind of in disbelief. I mean, of course, this was on the eve of March leap day, yeah. February 29th, which, uh, Kentucky's eight and two all the time now on Leap Day. Haven't lost on Leap Day since 1936. <laughs> you just pull that stat out of your. Oh my gosh, that's a crazy. Stat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> when was the last time we played a game on Leap Day? I couldn't tell you the last time, but I know the last time they <laughs> lost was 1936. So I guess the last time technically was yesterday. But. That's true. That's true. That's wow. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know go. that was the stat you were going to throw at me tonight, Brady. They are rolling. On 84 years of leap days, so like 21, 21 <laughs> days, but they've only Four. played on 10 of them. Are you doing all that math in your head as you go along? I am, too. Isn't that's, it impressive? That makes me very upset. I'll show you the notes right here. We ain't so even got that up, Look at you son. with the podcast that's notes opened saying. up in your phone. Yeah. Um, trying to stutter less today. <laughs> well, while I get my thoughts together, what, what are your thoughts about the top 25 just in general yesterday? <sighs> I don't even know where to start. I mean, just to recap all the ranked teams that lost to unranked teams, Baylor at TCU lost yep. by three. Clemson beat Florida State in Clemson by a point. Mm-hmm. Virginia knocked off the Blue Devils, the reeling Blue Devils now. Yes. Number seven hopefully will be like, you know, number 17 <laughs> later in the week. 
beat them by two. Providence. I talked about the Friars on the triple play a few episodes ago, how they were really getting going. And boy, are they now. Let's go. Winning at Villanova by four. Pushing themselves up into some brackets. Yeah, they really are. Um, The other thing I thought was uh, interesting, and I didn't have it yesterday in the studio when I was doing the – Update from across the country. Shout out. My man was rocking the radio <laughs> waves yesterday, well, people. Uh, I appreciate He that. went Thank out there you. and killed it. But um, kind of less significance, but still top 25. Texas Tech got beat at home by Texas. Yeah, that was that was one of the triple plays that did, that did not go it did well. did not hit. It Ooh. did not. And here's the thing. I said I thought, I thought Texas Tech would win by six. They were favored by 11. <laughs> and they went out there and lost by 10. So, yikes. Wow. That is just I, I I can't believe that. Uh, the the big thing I had yesterday, we, we let off number two Baylor. Kansas also for a while looked like it was going to lose to Kansas yeah. State, yeah, the as last place like, team. Azabuki like twisted his ankle in the first four or five minutes of that game, so yeah. he was hobbled throughout the day. But I, don't, I still don't think that game should have been as close as it was. I uh, it was it, it was in, incredible. So of course number one escapes, but number two. Could not and Baylor now. What is it? Two of the last three games. Two they of the have last lost. three. Yeah. And the one yesterday to TCU. TCU. Wow, what a performance from Desmond Bain. Twenty three points. Yeah. In that performance, and he was he was lighting them up. Oh yeah. I think I don't. I still don't think you need to be concerned about Baylor uh, long term. No. Not that there's like long term left, but I'm sure you get the point. But as we get to the postseason, I think yeah. this is just a thing where you know, outside of last year, like it. Kansas somehow always, except for last year, finds a way to win the Big 12. They do, don't they? Literally every year something works out. There'll be just some loss that just seems like a fluke, honestly. Yep. And they'll end up getting it. So I think that's probably what yesterday was. And I think, I don't know, somehow, I don't know if Kansas paid for it or what, but they always managed to find themselves atop the Big 12. Well, I, well there's a remark I could make there about – Oh, I, You know what? I'm not going to say I it. chose my wording. Yes, you did yeah. on purpose, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, looking in the uh, the top five, at least, San Diego State, another team that looked like they were going to lose. Uh, they were on the ropes against Nevada yesterday in Reno. Uh, Nevada, if I'm remembering right, they had won six straight games going into that. Ten, They've won ten home games, yeah. uh, all ten of their home games so far this year. So, I mean, that was uh, that was another really close game. Fun game to watch at the end. I know, I think, I remember the Wolfpack being up by six, and San Diego State won a little bit of run, mm-hmm. of a run, got up by seven or so late, and then ended up. Hanging on to win, so yeah. Number three Gonzaga also. Well, I mean, I think we St. All Mary's knew, is a good team now. Yeah, I think they should be in the tournament. That's an underrated rivalry yeah. right there. I the think West Coast know, Conference. And when you beat, I mean, they won in Moraga. Yeah. By thirty, the first time they played. So of course, I, they aren't going to repeat a win by thirty. But yeah, St. Mary's came out and put out a fight yesterday, and then you know, Bulldogs. It's just what they do. Yeah, I mean, we thought they were going to, but I mean, it was back and forth for a, for a good chunk of the first half. You know, they were tied up going into halftime, yeah. if I remember right. Yes. Um, so that was very interesting. But now we look at number six, Florida State. What were you doing? Well, that was a fun end of the game. There were very two fun. lead changes in the last 16 seconds. That layup yes. by Clemson at the end there. I, I'm not even sure how that went in. Like, I had no idea. That was, that was incredible. Um, but Clemson, like, whew. Mentioned them a couple of times now, I think, and they beat Duke, Louisville, and Florida State this year. All in the same season, but yeah. they're only nine and nine in the conference. Yeah. They're fifteen and thirteen overall yeah. now, I believe. They are. Uh three of the best wins anybody can have. Can I really mean, they're all at Little time. John, their home arena, but yeah. still. 
Hey, a home win's a home win is a home win. You you, you yeah. don't apologize for it. Oh no, not at all. At all. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's been a biz- and Florida State they had the ACC right there. Were they not at the top? I mean, I think at that point yesterday, um, Duke was also in the lead with them. Was it or were they? Ahead I think of Florida Duke? State Florida, was one yeah. game up. It was yeah, it was Florida State in Louisville, I believe, at that point maybe. Anyway, Florida State for sure was in the lead there, and, I mean, they still are now, courtesy of Duke losing yeah. yesterday. Louisville did win their game, though, against uh, Virginia Tech. I just got that score a second ago. Yeah, they won by 16. Yeah, 52. So Louisville right now tied with Florida State uh, atop the standings there in the ACC, but that's going to be a really interesting uh Finish there in the ACC. North Seattle Carolina will out. win the ACC tournament. You've said that for a couple of weeks now. What what makes you think that they're going to win the ACC? Just wouldn't it be fitting? It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Would it, wouldn't it be fitting? It would. Like it would. in a year where everyone's down, or not not everyone's down, but there's yeah. no fantastic team. There's no great team. Yep. I feel like it kind of reminds me of those like UConn teams after they won the titles. Like uh, the next year, they managed to maneuver their way through the American. Not that the Americans what the ACC is, but the ACC is not at least. Depth-wise, as strong as it usually is, there's a lot of cream at the top. But this has been a, a big down year for them. And you know what? I'm surprised. Lenardi, I think, had what four teams, four or five teams he projected from the ACC to make the tournament, which I don't really see. I think I know. Well, What's if you it? take Duke, Florida State, Louisville, Virginia with the win over Duke, probably push themselves. Okay, that's what it even is. Further up. NC State's close to the bubble. I can't think of another team from the ACC being that close, though. There is a huge drop-off. When you you name those four teams, and those are probably the four that make it. Yeah. But you go well, Virginia. Well, five when North Carolina wins the automatic <laughs> bid. <laughs> oh, touche. But you got Virginia right now is the is number four at 13 and five. Um, and then it goes to NC State at nine and nine. Yeah, and we've got to change the numbers right now. Eight, what do you got? Eight ranked teams have lost to unranked teams, making it 43 on the year. Colorado just lost at Stanford. They did. I saw the yeah. score earlier, and it looked like they were going to, so yeah, they did. They did. They lost to Crazy Stanford. Crazy weekend. What Bill Walton said last night, Stanford? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Walton. Love Bill Walton. Did you did you watch any of the Arizona-UCLA game last I night? I caught the really tail end of it. <laughs> but you saw my tweet oh, about yeah. what he said. It yes. was the most – Bill Walton was in – and he, they had Richard Jefferson on there, which Richard Jefferson – and uh, Bill Walton's son, Luke Walton, were roommates in college. Yeah. Um, so those two, he kept egging him on about the UCLA loss to Liberty last year, and oh, Bill yeah. would get so mad. Hey, Liberty won a tournament <laughs> game last year. They did. People forget. Yeah, yeah. people forget. I don't because I picked it. Exactly. Right. You did. You'll never yeah. stop letting me forget about I it. I won't um, either, you're like, uh, the, the other thing we've got, and it's it's time. I hope. Oh, Oh, I've been waiting for this. You're excited. I hope your brother's listening. I know yeah. he is. He's probably he will be. Real quick, real quickly before we get to that, I just want to say the quick. rest of the ranked teams losing to unranked teams. West Virginia at home against Oklahoma, another triple play game. The Mountaineers let me down. Losers of six of seven since the bracket reveal. Since Oklahoma? the seeding, the top 16 seeding, West imploded. Virginia was listed as the worst two seed, so number eight. Lost six of seven since then. They've imploded yeah. big time. Is it time for Huggy Bear to 
pack it up. I don't think no, it is. I'm, I'm saying I'm we say they're imploding. Yeah. they're falling down to maybe like the five or six range. So they're like not in danger of missing the tournament or anything. But no, I just I like to. I yeah. will, please somebody clip that segment and just put it out there on. Twitter. Yeah, right. Get, I need oh. I need some <laughs> I need some activity on my. Oh my yeah, mentions. you'll get it with that. Uh, you already mentioned the Texas Texas Tech game. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about that. You know, another triple play thing. Really losing week on the triple play. It, a little it, dis- a little disappointing. You know, we talked about it before we started taping, but you can't win them all. Okay? No, you can't, you, win, you them can't win them all. So. I will pull it out. I mean, I guess you know now we've basically covered the whole thing, but we'll rehash it later. Um, and then today, early game window today, St. John's versus Creighton, number ten Creighton, like third in the Big East. Creighton, yes. Red Storm beat them ninety-one to seventy-one. Handed it to him. <laughs> this season just doesn't make sense. And it's almost saying. over, unfortunately. Yeah, it is a um, shame. It is really a shame. But uh, one thing else I wanted to talk about before I ask the next question, how about Sparty? Just, I, I mean, at a point they were. I mean, the final score didn't end up that way, but they yeah. landed on Maryland. They looked good yesterday. They really did. Of course, that big half court, not even a half court. It was what oh, it was bit deep. more. It was deep. He from Cassius Winston yeah. at, the, at the buzzer. And that, like, that kind of set the tone for the yeah, it really half. did. I don't but if you're Maryland, how are you going to lose like that when you had SVP in the building earlier saying Maryland by a million? Yeah. Come on, that's that's tough. That was really tough. The student section, though, I was really impressed by that. Yeah. That was cool. What do you think of Michigan State? What is there to make of them? Like they've lo- like they have a higher number of losses than most teams that are regarded in like the top four or five like seed range this is weird i kind of feel like it's the 2013 14 kentucky team yeah just solely in the sense of like number one you look at the record they're 20 and 9 right now that that team you know was around that uh, matter of fact they were 20 and 9 when they went into the ncaa tournament that they got their 10th loss and of course in the championship game but like they had the makings of a championship team they just couldn't put it all together Throughout the the regular season, but with the postseason game, you got to win six games to get to the title. They were able to do it. Of course, they came up one game short. Yeah, they won five. You said five. UConn earlier. You kind of triggered me. Oh, yeah. Jim Calhoun. He yeah. st- he stole that from us. They mm. or no, that wasn't that, that was, was Kevin. Ollie. That was Kevin Ollie. But but Calhoun still stole a championship yeah, from us. Uh, Twenty eleven. Um, so with the, with the tournament. That being said, the tournament's one and done. So with all this, you know, irregularity this year in college basketball, how do teams prepare? for how the tournament's going to be. I know we're probably going to hear a bunch of coaches say, well, we have to take it one game at a time. We can't overlook anybody. We know, but do they take that seriously this year if it's not coach speak? I mean, they really have to, wouldn't you think? I mean, with some, of the, some of the losses you've seen, not even like just in conference play, like that's one thing, having ranked yeah. teams lose to unranked teams, but the losses from earlier in the year. Um, well, the loss that shall not be named anymore Don't here in it. Lexington. Uh, I'll get Duke, to that actually here in Duke a little bit. Duke at Stephen F. Austin. Like, there's these top teams – have lost to some from really low conferences. Yeah. That makes you think, I don't know, I'm not going to say like a 12 seed like runs to the Final Four or anything. Nah, but like, not bad. I think there there might be like some lower seeds like not aren't typically winning first-round games, pulling off upsets this but season. But do you think that would be a result of them being like misseeded? Which I think this year, if there was ever going to be a year for coaches not to initially complain about it, but in retrospect to look back and be like, Oh, they were way under, you know, underseated. What's going on? I think this is one of those seasons that that could happen. Like the lower conference champions. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I would say. I mean, because you you have these bubble teams. You know, there's talk of Purdue being on the bubble, and they have like 13 losses. Clemson yeah. even making a push, 13 losses. I don't think Clemson's really near the bracket in most people's minds right now, but still, that's one of the teams that could make it if they somehow keep winning games. True, true. So. 
Do I have permission to go there? Go there. Can I do it? Go there. I won't hold you back anymore. Oh, here we go. I know your brother's listening, and we teased him about this earlier. Duke stinks! They stink! Uh, it was a solid impression right there. I, I, I respect it, the Stephen A. I, I honestly wasn't even going for Stephen A. But you know what? That's I'll a, take it. Yeah. Duke has now lost. Yesterday, I will say, I got it wrong on my pregame show. I said they lost three of their last four. That was wrong. They lost two of their last three. Yeah, you just were I was the looking future. in the future. Yeah, you were. I could see them. Now they have lost three of their last four games. They have. They are reeling, I think. Yeah. Now, I know people are going to try to spin zone it and say, well, they were all on the road. or they were. There. It doesn't matter. If you're that kind of a team, you're that kind of a team that people say, well, they're that good. They are a team that could go win. you got to win your your road games. You have to. That was the first game all year where they scored under 63, I think Dickie V said on that broadcast. <laughs> yeah. That was – like, Virginia's defense, man, I know they're at another level, and they've won nine out of their last ten. Uh, but still, you've got to be able to go in there and at least and part hang of was, more than 50, right? Part of that was probably the Virginia, you know – Take the air out of the ball, kind of offense. How odd is it that last year's Virginia team could not beat Duke? <laughs> this this year's team of all Virginia yeah, teams, yeah. Like, what, what? Oh man, that's how it works, though, right? Like the Nationals, like all those years as the top seed in the for the National League, don't go anywhere. True. Make it in as a wild card, go win the whole thing. That's very true. Like, this is how it is sometimes. I don't. I just don't know what to think of Duke right now because you know what's going to happen. They're probably going to get like a two seed somehow, and they'll probably. Now I will tell you this: I think, and you know, tomorrow morning, come tomorrow morning, when the AP poll comes out this week, and Duke doesn't have anything really happen to them, there's going to be the outcry and all this. They could lose to North Carolina this coming weekend, and nothing would happen to them. No, yeah, because it always delivers. It always. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. I know there's a lot of slander right here, and I mean, I don't know. I know just uh, it's probably because you know the Duke fans that I just have around me. You know, sometimes you just want to go ahead, let it out a little bit. What you got thinking? Uh, No, I mean nothing really. I'm just (laughs) like, I I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I I don't know. I kind of just want to let, just like you know. They're frustrating themselves enough, so kind of just want to let that. Let You're kind of like just themselves watching them from afar. Oh yeah, like just soaking in the misery. Like the Jack Nicholson, ugh. yeah, Nicholson, right? Yeah, That's it is. yeah, the GIF just. There you go. Yeah, yeah where he's nodding yeah. his head. Yes, yes. Um, so I was talking about nothing happening to him. As of this morning, when I checked it, they were still the number seven, the number six team. Yeah, in the nothing net happened rankings. to him in the net. And I've looked at the form, the algorithm that they try to use and try to make sense. How do you make sense of that? That Duke, is Kentucky moves up what? They only move up four spots in the net after a, a win against Auburn. But Duke has lost three of their last four on the road to not great teams. Virginia's going to make the tournament, obviously. But to not great teams, and they didn't move at all? It'd be one thing if the margin of victory was like a combined seven points. But you also have that 22-point loss to NC State in there. Yeah. Who they I, play on Tuesday yeah. at Cameron. Yeah, though I mean Duke will probably go win that game by sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, unfortunately, like, uh, I, like I said, I don't know. Like I haven't studied the net super intensely. It's like yeah. well, I mentioned last time. It's only the second year of it. I'm sure, like you said, you know, as the years go by, it might take a little bit for it to really so start being one of the top, or at least you know, have enough past data to really make it significant. So that was my next question for you: Is this, as far as the net rankings go? Is this just an anomaly of a year for stats in general, or is it just a bad metric 
I'm not sure. I mean, there's like what a million Big Ten teams in like the top forty of the net. Yeah, yeah. which Lenardi has what ten Big Ten. There's ten teams? or eleven Big Ten teams, and Rutgers is pushing in from the outside. Like Purdue, yeah. we talked about fifteen and thirteen. As being a bubble team. They're still higher in the net than Kentucky, are they not? I'm gonna check it right now. Keep talking. But I'm pretty I'm sure check. they're still higher. Like they were one of the top like twenty teams according to the net. No, it's like 13 losses. That's too many. You can't put anybody with 13 losses in the tournament like that. No, Unless you've you got can't. like 23 wins, but nobody's going to play that many games. All right, I'm taking a look right now. Yeah, 15 and 13 you can't put in the tournament, though. Right now, Kentucky is number 14 in the net. They've jumped rankings. all the way up to 14. Wow. From, I think, Like I said, four-point move from 18 yeah. to 14. I didn't um, realize they got all the way up to 18, to be honest. Let me see. Get this, though. Michigan State is number seven. Yeah. Which they have nine losses. I mean, good. Kentucky granted, beat them. Yeah, we beat them, but granted, they beat number nine, Maryland, yeah. on the road yesterday. So yeah. a good win for the Spartans. But I mean, yeah, you look at Duke. Six and, they're ranked six. They've lost three of their last four. I mean, Dayton is number three in the net rankings. The top two, obviously, are probably the right ones. Or, excuse me, no, no, no. Uh, number one is Kansas, number two is Gonzaga. You don't get Baylor after well, they loss. they stack the margin of victory. Yeah, Baylor after their loss dropped to five. Yeah. So I'm looking for Purdue. I don't see them. Well, for the longest time, at least, they may not be anymore. But for right. the longest time, they were still in front ah, of Kentucky. Here it is. Purdue right now is ranked 34. Oh, they've fallen a lot more in the past couple of days then. Yeah, so they uh, they were 34. They traded places with Rutgers. They, w- they went from 35 to 34, Rutgers 35 to... I'm reading that dead wrong. What what am I even doing, Braden? I couldn't tell you. I know Why am I trying to read Last I saw Rutgers Net was one of the bracket. I looked at one of the bracketology sites and it had Rutgers as the 70th team. So you know, oh. second team so, out. Yes, yeah, so they right were now, 35th in the net. Let me do this again because I know I'm gonna get it right this time. But okay. Rutgers is number 35. Purdue is 34. They have swapped places uh, this past weekend. So there's that. Um, but. I don't. I, I don't know what to make of the net. I, I'm. I'm. I'm with you in agreement in saying that there's not enough data or data. How, how do you say that? I say data. Data. Yeah. Data. I say data. You peer pressured me data. into it. Yeah, I say data. Data. Okay, the data. Now I can't. Now you've got me thinking of which one I say. <laughs> I say um, data. But I think yeah, like you said, there's not enough data. Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong in that. When you're listening, he will. Um, but there's not enough data to. Um, I really think to to back it up. They're still building on it. They'll tweak things. They'll make it better. But I think definitely it's not a good look to have a team like that who's, like you said, reeling. I mean, th- and that's what it is. Three, You lose three of the last four. I'd consider that reeling. Um, but for them to not move at all, even after losing the past weekend. Yeah. Because if that happened, you know, we talked about the NC State thing and them barely moving in the AP poll. If they hadn't moved at all, though, in the AP poll, there would have been a lot more serious out. Yeah. uproar. Um, so speaking of the poll – Poll implications tomorrow. What do you think Kentucky does? We were eight last week. How much do we move up? We have what? We, so the teams in front of us. Number six and mm-hmm. number seven both lost. So you got to think a minimum of number six, right? Yeah. Number five. Yeah, I don't think you can bump San Diego State. Baylor lost. They're going to get jettisoned to the back for a little bit. They might jump. Depending do they think on how five because of Baylor's loss. Depending on how bad people really think TCU is, which I really don't think they're terrible, but yeah. You know, and like we said, there's times where you know you lose a road conference game or two. You don't lose three of them in a row. No. Like Duke has. (laughs) Wait a backdoor that break. Well, I'm just, I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to hear the slander later. So I just got to defend myself now. It's our pod. We can do what we want. That's fair. Absolutely. Um, Anything else on college basketball that you want to talk about? Going to be nuts. Uh, A couple more. March Madness is here, as John Rothstein would say. 
This is March. Yeah, it is March. It, I can't believe a it's day here. Later, it took a day later, though, to get to March. Yeah. yeah. Did you do anything uh, for Leap Day? I, no, not really. I worked. I was at the game listening to you on the radio. Oh, out there killing thanks it. for getting for the shout Got out. You, I bro. appreciate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're out there killing it. Yes, sir. out there killing it. Thanks a lot. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, uh, so, yeah, no, nothing else about uh, college basketball? Uh, regarding the triple play picks, I guess I can come back to those later. <laughs> so like but, I ha- yeah, I can, I can uh, have some numbers on the teams that I was wrong on so we uh, got later on. You want to do that later on? Uh, oh, that's fine. Yeah, fine. we'll, we we'll bring it up later on. I keep teasing it, like because <laughs> you want to ho- you want to keep the audience listening. Yeah, I, get, I, I, get I keep teasing it, and uh, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed in myself, but the rest of the picks were solid. So, like, yeah, I it happens. You. Okay, moving on now. Let's, well, continuing on with college basketball, but kind of focusing in Kentucky yesterday, as we said, defeats Auburn, 73-66 at Rupp Arena, number 15. Auburn. Yeah. By the way. Um, big win for the Cats. I thought it was great. 49th in a row. 40, well, not 49th in a row. 49th SEC, SEC regular season championship. Regular season championship. It's, it's a lot. Just, I, it's a lot right it's there. It's a lot. So you were at the game yesterday. I was not. Heck you of an atmosphere. Holy cow. That might have been better than the Louisville atmosphere, honestly. Were you at the Tennessee game last year? Yeah. You were? Do you think yeah. it was better than that? I was in the crowd last year for that, so, uh, you know, As being in the moment, game, you know, yeah. the, the vol hate, like, that was I was pretty hyped to yeah. be there. Um, but yesterday, you thought it was great atmosphere? There, normally, I can see a few patches in the crowd where there's not people. And there was only one, like, two-by-three section of seats yesterday. Yeah. Like, section, like, 28 mm-hmm. that I saw there there weren't people in. Section 28? Wow. I think it would yeah. be in the uppers. But, uh, well, you know. No, I mean, there may have been some in the uppers, especially okay. behind me. You know, I can only see right. the view on your side there from where I'm perched at. Yeah. But that was the only one I really saw. Okay. Students were there insanely early. It looked like the, the line was down was to Vine in. Street before the gate started letting people in. It was down to Vine. Down to Vine, wrapped all the way around. Holy crap! Yeah, people were packed yesterday. I mean, it's been a let's not lie, it's been a minute. Louisville game, obviously. Yeah. But that and then this game was probably the only two big games that people have been able to come to at Rupp this year. Yeah. And that's just a virtue of number one. I mean, that you can control, or you couldn't control. The league just wasn't very strong this year. As we thought it was good, Tennessee. Of course, they come into town Tuesday. That's going to be interesting to see how that crowd is because no matter what Tennessee's ranked, Tennessee could be 0 and 17 coming in, and the crowd would still. Yeah, I think it might be impacted a little bit because it's a late game. The yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, just because it's 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. Well, it's also like, the last game of the season at Rupp. Yeah, that, I mean, like I said, you know, there's, there's factors that make you think it'll be less, but then obviously, like, you know, there's yeah. also ones that'll think they contribute the other way. Right. So I'm not sure. I mean, the vol hate is real from BBN, it's, so I'm sure true. they'll be out in force. We'll get to Tennessee, though, in a second. We kind of s- switched there for yeah, we did. for a quick minute. But so the game in general, again, I wasn't there. What did you What did you think of their play in person? Well, I think the tide changed after Nick Hostetter hit that 10 grand shot. That was amazing. That was incredible. I've been talking all year with uh, the main sports editor for the Colonel, Erica yeah. Bonner. Shout out. Great, great work from her. Shout out, Erica. Yeah. And... All year I've been like, I just don't think the key to that's going straight on with the hoop. Like I feel, yeah. I feel like you just gotta go off from the side. But he went straight on, cash, cash first money. Try, wasn't first it? try, first try, cash money. That's Ten amazing. grand. It was incredible. First person all year to make it, and really, it seemed like is at that time Auburn was up eighteen to nine. And I kind of mm-hmm. wrote this in my piece. If people want to go find it, uh, Colonel Sports on <laughs> yeah, Twitter. Colonel look Sports. At him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Plug it. Gracias. You're welcome. Um, it was eighteen to nine. Auburn at the media timeout. 
Richards just picked up a second foul. The the buzz that was there, insanely loud as it was at the jump. Yeah. Kind of dying out a little bit. You know, Auburn out there hitting their first four threes at the time. They'd hit their first five. Which was insane. Because Danielle, let's be honest. Danielle Purifoy. Yeah. Six of 12 against Kentucky from deep on Which the season. 27.2% against everybody else. I about to say, they only averaged like. Coming into the game, I think the team as well, they, what averaged what? Was it the 23 or was it like the 30? I had it written down in my notes somewhere. But either way, Auburn was not really close to even. They were averaging that maybe for like the whole game. But in the first half, they hit what, four threes? Yeah, I think they hit five or six. I know they hit, they hit their first five. Right, yeah, absolutely. No, they had seven threes in the first half total. Seven, seven threes. Yeah. They had seven threes, hit their first five. Purifoy had the first three of them. 27.9% against everybody else throughout the year. 34 of 122. Wow, and I tell but you. But 6 of 12 against Kentucky. You know who I'm going to talk about? You know. Talk about My it. guy yesterday, Keon Brooks. Yes, sir. He had a good game. I was yeah. happy for him. Yeah. It's contributed there in the first half. He and Nate Sestina kept Kentucky in the game. Which is, I mean, let's be Subject of the honest. piece. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, saying that if, if you just told a fan four, five weeks ago maybe – that Keon Brooks and Nate Sestina would have kept Kentucky in a game, a big game, they would have looked at you like you were crazy. Yeah, because that was when Sestina was really in his slump a little bit. There was, you know, you've seen flashes hey, from Brooks Keon. Showed, he so, showed yeah. some flashes. He showed yeah. some flashes. And yesterday he had those uh, four points in the first half, and Nate mm-hmm. had nine in the first half. Uh, Nate Keon ended with 11, correct? Ended with 11, yeah, yeah. Had nine in the first half, though. Keon ripped the ball away from a few guys on a couple different occasions. Yeah. I think he only had one steal and, like, three rebounds. But there were times where he ripped that ball out of Tiger to – Tiger's hands like mm-hmm. I remember that visibly I was like dang look he's really showing some of that fight yeah and my, my biggest thing was that you kind of go back I defaulted thinking about what Cal talked about all year long about you know as we head to the postseason what is you know is Kentucky going to get anything from these guys coming off the bench they need to if they want to advance far in the tournament in the postseason they're going to have to and yesterday against a good team they did that yeah I think they're, like we said, we talked about it before, like, you don't know who it's going to come from. Right. But generally, there's been contribution from somebody on the bench or just somebody outside of the core four. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Johnny had a, he had a tough day yesterday. But yeah. you know what? I mean, in games across the season, he's giving you stuff. Yeah. So I think as long as you get stuff from at least two guys coming off the bench, and we've got a short bench, you know, as long as you get something from at least two guys, I think you're in good hands, and the core four has to give you stuff. Yeah. yeah I think absolutely. this team has the ingredients – to put it all together and get it done. I think so, too. But I am still a little concerned about not really blowing anybody out. I can't remember a team winning a title. It's one thing to blow somebody out in, like, November. And even mm-hmm. then, it was like some of those teams that they were playing, they weren't really blowing them out. I no. think they probably didn't even cover the spread against half of them. No. But Kentucky's been a gambler's worst nightmare this year. <laughs> I want to see them blow somebody out. And, of course, that could happen in the next two games and the regular season. It could happen in Nashville. Because, I mean, let's think. Right now, as it sits, Kentucky would – I mean, let's just think they might probably get who on that Friday game because the one plays who. They'd play the eight and the, the eight or the nine. So, I mean, like right now it's probably middle of the pack, SEC. Yeah, it'd be right, right in the middle. So maybe like an Alabama or Texas A&M. Yeah, I know they were around there. Um, right now, the 8-9 would be between Tennessee and A&M. Alabama's actually up in seventh. We get the opportunity to possibly beat te- Tennessee three times in the season. We haven't beat them twice yet, buddy. Don't count your chickens. Knock on wood. Yeah. 
saying. What is up with you trying to jinx things? I'm sorry. I'm you just try, you excited You tried jinxing Friday the 13th. You're trying to jinx Tuesday. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I don't well, You're putting that. it on yourself. I don't want to hear that. Look, I'm just excited because you know, like anybody, like any Kentucky, any well-respected Kentucky fan despises Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, some people even... You can't in, really be a Kentucky fan. No, in Eastern Kentucky, like I would say people despise Tennessee more than Louisville, which is fair. They've got I despise the, Tennessee more than Louisville. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what? We, we had this discussion, and uh, hold on. Before we get ahead of that, let's go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> let's, let's wrap up Auburn, because I think we got plenty of stuff to talk about with Yeah, Tennessee. we can talk about Tennessee. Okay. Probably not even much about their team. Just We'll just rant for like five, ten minutes Which on is healthy, and that's all good. Sure. So let's... <laughs> I've had a rain in our conversation like two times yeah. already. Usually this you're the beautiful. one who's ranting, but we're both like just we're both just going in today. We're, we're, I mean, we're fired up, dude. Oh yeah, March it's March. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. what I'm talking about. Right there in sync. Whew. All right, man. I'm feeling it. Anyway, Timberlake would be proud of that. Very. Um, so <laughs> I just got that right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Auburn, what do you make of them heading into the SEC tournament? I mean, clearly, I think yesterday it's obvious. Kentucky, Auburn. Two best teams in the SEC. Yeah, seems legit. I mean, if they have the same conference record as LSU, but we've talked about LSU. I was going to say, if you had to make an argument, would you say that LSU is right there with Auburn, or what, what, what would you say with that? Because Auburn s- did beat the Tigers in um, in in Auburn. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say Auburn's a little notch ahead of them. Yeah, I think this, so. Yeah, because I mean, LSU just feels like at the end of the season they've just haven't been able to, like you said with Kentucky. It, sometimes LSU at the end of the season just seems like they haven't been able to put the pieces together. Yeah. Auburn, honestly, the way they started off yesterday, they came in with a purpose. Honestly, they did. And this is going to sound ridiculous. Uh, if that half court shot doesn't get hit, I don't know if that crowd gets re energized. I'm it's like, no, yeah, seriously. You so? Like, you know how goofy that is? But Kentucky, after the half court shot, went on like a 21 to 5 run or something. I think at one point it was like a 20 to 3 run. Yeah, after the, the half court shot. Like, there was nothing that happened from that time. It was the media timeout. There mm-hmm. was nothing really to get them excited about. That so, half court shot happens off the inbound. Nate. Gets a lay-in. Tyrese scored, I think, immediately after the timeout. But Nate had a couple inbound plays yesterday go to him. Like, he did. With lay-ins right there. So you Beautifully think, drawn what's up. the student's name that hit the half-court shot? Do we know? Nick Hostetter. So are we now saying that Nick Hostetter is responsible for getting Kentucky back in the game against Auburn? I'm giving him his fair share of credit. Yeah, I'm, I'll do it. Okay, I this like is, that. I'm, I'm on the pod here. This, this is our pod. I'll, I'll say whatever. I like that. That's... Yeah, you know what? I'm behind that, Braden. It's because of him. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that's why the crowd got re-energized. Yeah, I mean, because like, they sounded pretty dead on the radio. Oh, yeah. On, like, you know, he can't make them, make the Kentucky players make shots. But seriously, that crowd, crowd went from, like, big thing. nothing to, it was jacked back up again. Yeah. Just just because of that. And that was really, the only thing that happened during the break. Like, there was nothing really to get them amped back up. And I'm then they theory. really kept rolling in. The Cats, like I said, you know, back off the crowd, the 20-3, 21-5, whatever the heck the run was. Yeah. Well, a big I mean, one, put them up by seven. One. It yeah. was a big one. So, yeah, I am 100% behind that take. That's a good take. Ten grand and half the responsibility for a win. I'll give Cal half the win and Nick Hostetter half <laughs> the so win. great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anything else with Kentucky-Auburn? Like you said, Kentucky's 49th uh, program, Southeastern Conference, Regular season championship. Yeah. Haven't got it since what? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was bleeding the years together. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yep. Um, only other thing I did say earlier in the year, my second half predictions thing for the Colonel that Kentucky would split with Auburn, so they really need to pull that out yesterday. So I was right. Um, wow, but what I a did. Flex. Yeah. <laughs> I say I did say they'd lose a couple more games than they have though, which at the time I feel like that was a reasonable expectation. But yeah. 
uh, you know, like I said, if I'm going to be wrong on it, I want to be wrong the way I have been, which is them winning more than I thought they would. Now I need to knock on wood because there you go. there's a couple games left. But <laughs> Well, the Florida game is going to be super dangerous. Yeah, it will. I agree. But, again, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll shift now, finally, to the Tennessee game coming up here on Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Tennessee is 16-13 and 13 on the season. That's a far cry uh, from the crew that Admiral Schofield Grant Williams was leading last year. Yeah. Right now, Tennessee is 500 in the conference, eight losses, eight wins. Um, you know what? I'm just going to kick up my kick em up. feet real quick. Let's just talk about Tennessee. I Let's be honest with each other. Let's just – can we be honest? Yeah. All right, let's be honest. I liked that line when you used it a few episodes ago about Duke, so let's, let's just be honest with each other. Let's be honest. Nobody likes Tennessee. I can't stand – Tennessee. I don't know if Tennessee likes Tennessee. I, you know what? At the rate their athletic program is looking, I'd say they probably don't either. So what? They your... keep beating Kentucky in football, Zach. Oh yeah, but here we go. <laughs> but when you measure your program success about well, we beat Kentucky. This is coming from a program that used to win Southeastern Conference championship. No, they used to win national championships, and now you can barely squeak out wins against Kentucky. Wow. What what a monster of a football program they got brewing down there in Knoxville, Braden. That's incredible. It's amazing. Um, I, I haven't seen say, anything better. I'm going to say a nice thing about Tennessee, okay? I like Rick Barnes. The scenery is nice in the Smoky Mountains. It, you know what? I'll say two nice things about Tennessee. The scenery is very nice in the Smoky Mountains. No, you know what? I'll go one better. Three things that I like about Tennessee. I like Nashville. Okay. The SEC tournament's in Nashville. I thought you were going to say Dollywood. Um, well, that's I, I, that's, with that's the Smoky fair, Mountains. Yeah. It's in yeah. the same region. Oh, Number yeah. two, I like the Smoky Mountains. It's a nice getaway, relaxing. They've got Dollywood. Yeah. It's a big selling point. The f- another thing I like about Tennessee, Rick Barnes. I like Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes, I, I like genuinely him like him as a head coach, and it stinks that he's coaching uh, that program down there on the banks of the Cumberland. Uh, but, you know, I like Rick Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to dislike him. No, there's not. Now, there's plenty of reasons to dislike that program. Speaking of. I'm ready. What Are we ready again for the guy calling every calling for every single foul? He's like the guy in pickup. Who Fulkerson? Like, yeah, every drive to the rim, he just calls foul. Man, I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt like that the other night when we were playing. Because it was like the I first five games. Like the first five like things, like. I like jump up and somebody like smack it away from me as I'm going yeah. to get the rebound and I'd be I was like obviously I didn't do it like it wasn't out on me but it seemed like the other people were getting a little agitated and I was like I mean that just clearly wasn't off me but you know whatever right and that's kind of how it looks like Fulkerson feels about every single time he spins in the post like getting bumped yeah yeah but so he doesn't get fouled but he's he's always calling for it I will say though I would like to offer one amendment uh, I was wrong it's not the Cumberland River that goes through Knoxville it is the Tennessee River. And apparently they do something called sailgating on it for football games. What a lame thing to do. Yeah. Well, you know, last year that's when I don't even know what it is, but sure. Uh, they call it the, with the Vol Navy, I think. Is it is all that the what boats that is? down there? Yeah, the Vol Navy, and they had one of the boats catch fire last year, which was such a great symbolism yeah. to that the football team last that's year. That's where but my first thought nobody was. They, honestly, nobody was hurt though. I don't so want like to. I don't want to give them credit, but they they. I rebound, don't want to give them. But credit. they rebounded back after the start that they had a lot better than I thought they were going to. Yeah. Yeah, I do have to say that. Okay. It's well, disappointing, isn't it? You said something nice about Tennessee, too. Yeah, you know, so. Georgia State and BYU both come in and Ayland and win, but they still made a bowl game. Oh, that makes no sense. And they Kentucky kind of contributed to it. Oh. 
No, but yeah, I contributed to them winning that over Indiana. Yeah, you really did. I tweet, I jinxed it. I you did so too. Sorry, I, I called you out on it. That you did, and you were right to do it. I can't believe I did it. It was ridiculous. Okay, so Tennessee. What do we make Tennessee? Enough yeah. about good things at Tennessee. <laughs> Enough about good things. I don't. Besides my intense dislike of Tennessee, they're. they're I mean, honestly, they're just not a very solid team. This they're year. just like I'm. Just you know, what are they? Five hundred. Yeah, they're 500 at the conference at mm-hmm. eight and eight. I mean, you're you are what your record says you are. Yeah, that's they just feel Calipari like man. Calipari sitting over yeah. there across from me. I try, <laughs> man. Uh, they're just man. They're average. Like there's not. I don't think there's anything particularly impressive. Yeah, Vez Pons is impressive. He, I will say he's very good. Uh, uh, Jordan Bowden leads Tennessee in scoring uh, 13.7 points per game. Uh, he's averaging 38 points uh, from the field. 38 percent. Excuse me. 38 percent from the field. Uh, in that game, free throw percentage eighty two percent. He he is good. I say yeah. Fulkerson's like, really not bad. We just you know Pons, you some of the whining stuff. He's very say, good. Okay, come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, don't call for a foul after every single. My the best one. I think Kyle Tucker called it the yeah. last game is when his teammate clearly o- threw the ball over his head and he was just looking for a foul and the ref was like, "What do you want me to do?" Yeah, that was pretty funny. I remember <laughs> so, seeing that. So, if anything, Fulkerson, thank you for giving me entertainment while I watch Kentucky destroy Sorry. Tennessee. As if that's not enough entertainment. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we are really putting our eggs in the basket where Kentucky's going to come out <laughs> here and just we're going we're gonna to have to walk back a lot of stuff on Friday. Kentucky, if you're listening to it, I know you're not, <laughs> if but it, if you if are, it goes the other way. if somehow this gets in to the Wildcat Cole Lodge, um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we just we need you to win this game. I'm going to try to will you guys into game. into winning this game, even though right now the matchup predictor on ESPN has us an 80 percent chance to win that game. It's not 100 though. It's not a hundred, yeah. It's not hundred. It's like you're the odds of getting attacked by a raccoon. They're not yeah. zero. They're you know they're they're low, but they're not zero. No. Did you like that? Yeah, I did. It's pretty good, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Same with a grizzly bear. Yeah. Shark even sitting right here, <laughs> thousands of miles away from an ocean. We are so off the rails right now. <laughs> Sometimes it just gotta be like that. It's March. It's, it's madness, like and we're employing the madness. Yeah, it is. It is time for the madness. So um, exemplifying the madness. What else do you want to talk about? I know. There you go. What do you want to talk about specifically in this game? Like you said, it's a late game. I think the crowd will show up solely because Kentucky, I think, has the chance to be to finish the season as a top five team. You know, it's going to depend on how the poll shakes out. We yeah. could be six. Doesn't matter though. You're moving up. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a late tip, and I don't know how that's going to affect things. Last game of the season in Rupp for Kentucky before the tournament, before they head out on the road to Gainesville on Saturday. We have a senior to celebrate this year, uh, Nate Sestina. Honestly, I forgot all about it. Last year we had Reed Travis. Yeah. This year we have Nate Sestina. Look at this. That's, look at them. Look at this. Who would have Who, thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. But uh, Nate Sestina, wow. That's, you know, that's a good point. Now, now he, he said something remembered? about his family coming down uh, for the games. I know he's pretty excited for it. Oh, he's going to be stoked. How do you think he's going to be remembered at Kentucky? He was well, here I mean, he's year. still got a chance, depending on what happens in March, if he keeps hitting right. big shots and he has something in March True. and, like, helps them win the title. I mean, the legacy will be pretty solid, even if it was only for a year. Yeah. Uh, I think solid. I think he's I think he's kind of the glue guy. Good How assessment. Does that feel? You agree with that, then? I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, I'm looking at this game. I just don't have anything to talk about. I I don't feel like it's worth We've They've already clinched. That's yeah. the, that's the only thing I'd be worried about is because they've already clinched that they take the, the conference off. title, and they don't have, not that they don't have anything to play for because they could still be a two seed. 
obviously like the ranking they have right now, if you were strictly going by the AP poll, they'd be a two seed. Right. But I think I saw last night Lenardi had Kentucky moved up to his top three seed, and mm-hmm. Duke was down as his last three seed, actually. Really? There you go, yeah. Huh. Um, so Kentucky could still get a two. <laughs> like, maybe they could end up with a one. Doubt it. Extremely I, it doubt it. Like, a lot of things. Baylor and Kansas and Gonzaga. and Gonzaga and San Diego State would, like, all have to, like, lose out and drop their first game of the conference tournament, right. I'm sure. And Kentucky would probably have to win out. You know what? I think you were saying it earlier. Maybe this could be a chance for Kentucky to finally blow out a team. I mean, it seems like as we head into the postseason, Kentucky's starting to get everything together. Tennessee, like, you know, they're – they are what their record says they are. They're yeah. a 500 team in the conference, and it's a rivalry game. It, I yeah. mean, it's a rivalry. So if there was ever a chance for them to light it up at Rupp, it might be that game. Yeah. I think I think they'll still be energized because it's Nate's senior night, and they, didn't, they want him to go out with a bang. I'm I sure agree. he'll shoot a few more shots than normal. He'll, be <laughs> probably. In, he'll probably be in longer. Um, what I really think this next week brings is a chance to get some of these dudes some rest. I don't think you need to play Higgins as much. I would so agree. All the injuries – all the minutes, like you get him a little bit of rest. I, I think, think they still win on Tuesday. I bet, I bet Florida beat somebody like nine or ten on Saturday. Though. I think so. I think Flor- that that game would mean a lot for Florida. Yeah, and you know what? I agree with that. And I don't think I would be too. I mean, NCAA tournament wise, it wouldn't be great. But as a fan in general, I wouldn't be heartbroken at because yeah. like you know, you probably expected him to, to drop one more. You want to rest some guys up for the tournament. All I'm concerned about is we get in the postseason. Let's win that thing, you know, yeah. get everybody healthy. Like I said, I think, I think there will definitely be more rest for the Florida game. I think they'll really – not that they're not going to try and win. I'm not saying that. No, I know. But that game will mean a lot more for Florida. It will help them It will be lot. their senior day. Yeah, it will be their senior day. If you're want, wanting to try and rest some of these guys, maybe try out a couple more things offensively. Give Tyrese a better shot at trying to run point for some time, you know, yeah. if it's needed. Same thing with quickly. Uh, just some different rotations on the floor in case you have to go to it during the yeah. SEC and NCAAs. Good it's chance a, to experiment with yeah, some stuff. Yeah, so we give experimentation. That's why I took the words right out of my mouth. And You're welcome. I think, like I said, I think they'll end up beating Tennessee tomorrow. They, they'll they come out for Nate. They want to make sure he goes out with a win. But the game at Florida, I'd be, I wouldn't be shocked if Florida won that game by 10 or more. That's a fair assessment. Uh, anything else on the matchup? No, I mean, like, I don't know what else, except for just rehashing what I've already said. I mean, you know, they should come out and win tomorrow. Good deal. All right. So those are our thoughts on uh, Kentucky uh, wrapping up the 49th uh, program uh, Southeastern Conference regular season championship and previewing Tennessee. Now, Braden, let's go and let's look at all of our uh, picks from this past weekend in the SEC and in the XFL, even though the XFL is kind of still going on right now. But we'll start with the SEC first. DC doing any better? I haven't checked, but you know what? You're scared to, aren't you? I'm very scared. Let's um, let's go ahead and start reading off some of these uh, matchups, and we'll talk about it. So, obviously, Kentucky and Auburn, we had that game. Both had Kentucky in that game. Matter of fact, but we all had – we all had – both of us picked the same winner for each game, except in the two contests, Alabama and Carolina and Georgia and um, – why am I going blank? Arkansas. Thank you. Muslim yeah. train. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then we both missed Florida against Tennessee. We talked about Florida. I think that game will mean a lot to them, especially because they lost that game. Kind of. Yeah. We talked about them rolling along, and then, like, huh. 
Yes, let's let's go through. So yeah. we had Kentucky. Uh, we had LSU. LSU defeats A and M. They needed to get to something 50. going positively. They did. They uh, they had been kind of on a on a skid here recently. Uh, we had Ole Miss defeating Vanderbilt. They they put a whooping on them, eighty six to sixty. I feel like that's what every team should do. To Vandy at this point, you're yeah. one in fifteen of the conference. You better well do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian uh, Tyree's a baller. Exactly. You mentioned the Florida game. Uh, Tennessee defeats Florida sixty-three to yeah. fifty-eight. Neither of us saw that coming. Although, no, Florida made a heck of a comeback in that game. They did though. A little, too little, too late though. Yeah. They only lost. They lose by five points in that decision in Knoxville. Um, Mississippi State defeats Missouri on the road sixty-seven to sixty-three. Yeah, I talked about Missouri being dangerous at home. We both picked Mississippi State, obviously, but mm-hmm. ended up being a little closer than I thought it would be. Ben Helen's got his team playing really good as the postseason. Yeah, they're right. Here. They're right, teetering on the edge. I think in and out. They should probably get in. I think yeah. when you look at some of the other bubble teams, I think Mississippi State should probably. I if mean, you want to reward, it depends. Winning. Yeah. It depends. I feel like if you, they get one more win, I think in the SEC tournament. Obviously, you win the tournament. That's different. But yeah, you get one more win. I think I think that's a good good step. Yeah, it in the probably right needs to be them. a quality. It needs to be like a quality. Win yeah, it can't like, be like a somebody in the top win. half at least. Yeah, yeah, um, that's fair assessment. So and then we come back to the last two games, which we split. Uh, you had Georgia. I had Arkansas. You. Got yeah. that game. Good job, yeah, Braden. Yeah, Georgia wins sure. that game, ninety-nine to eighty-nine. Anthony Edwards with twenty-six points. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, we talked about it. I don't know how many times I'm going to say now, but he can, he can do whatever he wants. He can. I mean, he's going to stay another year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. I'll say he's yeah. just playing the string out. Absolutely. So, congrats to uh, Tom Crean on getting that win. And then Alabama defeats South Carolina in Tuscaloosa 90-86. to Closer game than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Four-point uh, win for the Crimson Tide. I had them. You had South Carolina. Yeah, I did South Carolina. I said, and you kind of said the smart pick. I felt like was South Carolina, but I don't know home teams. I know you know you. I feel like there's always got to be a road team or whatever that wins. I know we picked Mississippi State, but it happens. My my road team pick was Florida. So, you know, hey. stupid Florida. I knew that game was a bunch <laughs> of yuck. But come on, <laughs> stupid Florida. Yeah. Uh, so those talking were about stupid. Yeah, go ahead. Here we, we go. Got it. Oklahoma. <laughs> not, no, Oklahoma's not stupid. They, you know, right. Oklahoma and Texas both kept on their roles. You know, sometimes sometimes that's a solid play. You know, teams are getting a lot of interest from the public. They're rolling. Okay. They're going to a n- tough environment. It's a ranked team at home. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to rebound. Good. And neither one of Texas Tech or West Virginia did that. I would like to say, mm-hmm. the numbers that I said for predicting Iowa and West Virginia to win by, I said Iowa by five. The number for that was four and a half. And the number for West Virginia was eight and a half. So I was right on there. Hmm. Actually, Picking numbers wise, I wasn't close on Texas Tech. So like I said, you know, I said they'd win by six, and they were favored by eleven. But yeah, I was right on there with that, and Iowa ended up winning by nine, I think. So, I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that was my one win in the triple play: West Virginia and Texas Tech, the Big Twelve. What we can do? They let West Virginia in the darn conference. Like, why am I even messing with it? <laughs> they but, listened to our conference realignment topic. Maybe yeah, goodness, figure that out by now. Okay, so. Do you wanna you wanna look back on the XFL or I mean they're still playing a game or do you wanna look at our I mean what's the score in the, the game? Um, I got bad news. DC's down sixteen to zero. You're really gonna lose to Tampa Bay. That's like a quad Dude, five loss. That's a bad loss. There ain't man. even quad five. I might just jump on the Houston bandwagon. That's tough. I mean, I've been a fan of DC for so long, but I mean, yeah, dude, you're literally the entire the franchise's entire existence. I know, but I'm, I might have to jump ship <sighs> as the postseason yeah. gets here. Yeah. I don't know. We still got a couple weeks left. A couple weeks. We got. You're of telling weeks me left. I'm feeling rough. Landry Jones went out with the injury today for the Renegades. Did Dallas come back. 
they didn't come back and win, but Jones is out now. So I'm I'm not I'm not sure how long he's out, but he was he was wrapped up tight. Yeah. On that left knee, Oof. on that final drive, really disheartening way to lose that game. They fought hard to get back. I respect it. Yeah. Okay. So let's um. You want to do our SEC picks now? Um. Sure. Real quick. You know, triple Go play ahead. one and two on the week, five and four overall. Still giving you more winners than losers. But Absolutely. You know, That's what it'll matters. be. It'll be better when Friday rolls around. Real quickly. Yeah. Oklahoma. Kind of not really sure about them, bracketologists anyway. Jerry Palm for CBS has them in as a 10 seed, so like pretty safely on up in there right now. Joe Lenardi has them as first four in. Uh, we talked about West Virginia losing six of last seven mm-hmm. since the committee reveal. Um, Texas generally regarded as first four out, next four out territory after their recent stretch. And then Providence uh, being pushed farther up in now. Still in Lenardi's yeah, first four. Yeah, big win, big win. Um, Arkansas. Interesting case here. Okay, we got Because in Jerry Palm's bracket and in Lenardi's, they're in, like, the second to six range, like the 70 to 74 range Mm -hmm. of teams. So they wouldn't be in right now. But we talked about that five-game losing streak they had. Remember that? I do remember that. Why'd they lose these games, right? Isaiah Joe, one of their guards, out for all five games. Suspension? No, injury. Oh, Lost all five of those. 0-5 without him, 18-6 and with him. We talk about, and it was a bigger thing in the past, mm-hmm. I feel, than it is now. Right. But you saw with Bonzi Colson's Notre Dame team, and they would have made it if they if Davidson, I think that was the year Kentucky played Davidson, didn't win the A-10 because True. the committee said they stole Notre Dame's bid. You know, they always talk about the bid thieves. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Arkansas team with Isaiah Joe will get more consideration than, like, the overall – I guess, resume there because of those five losses without him. You know, I think... The loss to Georgia didn't help. It didn't, but I think, you know, part of the committee's job is that when you're you're putting teams in, you've got your automatic qualifiers, that's different, but when you're looking at large, um, I feel like you got to look at, you know, situational things like that. Was there a player injured for a certain stretch? You know, did they lose during that stretch? How are they? I think they need to take that kind of stuff into consideration because if you didn't get the full team, then you know, th- then you're going to be doing somebody a disservice by not putting them in. If they got him now, they you know, if they trend right, heading in these last two games and the uh, excuse me conference tournament, then I think you have to. Yeah, I agree with you. I think. I want to. I'd like to say that they, if you consider that, should be safely in like eighteen and six mm-hmm. with him. You know what I mean? Um, they've got to win their next two games. I haven't looked at their schedule. I'm not sure who they play. I can pull it up real quick and we can talk about it. Um, but they're right number ten in the SEC right now, so they wouldn't be playing on Wednesday, but they'd be playing on Thursday, right? Against one of the lower teams. So a loss would hurt them, but a win, you know, you add another win, you show that this is the type of team you are with Joe in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So it could potentially benefit them there. And then depending on where they're seated at, they could play Kentucky or Auburn. That'd be ideal for them. They pick up a win. I'm sure they'd be safe. But. Right. So they have an opportunity, like you said, that they want to really make sure that they're starting to get into the tournament. Their next game is LSU at home. LSU at home um, coming up this Wednesday at 7 o'clock. So that's an opportunity for them. I mean, I know LSU is not the team. I mean, they're, they're still one of the top teams. In the, in, a, in the conference, like you said, right there with Auburn as the number two team. But, I mean, if you want to make a case for, hey, you know, guys, over here, beat LSU, I feel like you do that at home especially. 
Yeah. And who, and then, they, who they have on Saturday? And then on Saturday, last game of the season, they're on the road at Texas A&M. So I don't think you can lose the A&M game, no. even if they were playing. You know, they were playing better. Yeah. There's been so many. Even in the short time we've been doing this podcast, we've talked about this team being on this win streak when they go to mm-hmm. play Kentucky. And Kentucky beats them, and then like they lose like three in a row. Yeah. It happened with Ole Miss. It's happening with A&M. It's happened with LSU. It's the Kentucky it's like, effect. I, I guess I don't even know, <laughs> but like. I, like I said, I don't even know. So at some point, like, you figure that's got to go the opposite way. I think, I think Arkansas is a solid bet. Yeah, I feel like I they'd be so a dark still. horse, especially with Joe coming back, because like, they mm-hmm. might be, they're going to be underseeded in the SEC. I think. Yeah, the SEC, and then they also think potentially, like I said earlier, if they were to make it to the tournament, have a chance to be underseeded there as well. Yeah, and that one of those things happen. Team to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Talked about Florida in the seven ten game. Arkansas, if they can. Which I've seen some brackets putting them in like the twelve five game. The twelve five. I feel like I that's thinking. weird, right? Like normally we see the eleven six is the play in game. Mm-hmm. If they can get in that eleven six, I think they'd be a threat to win the first round. I'm not going to say they're going to go out and beat a three seed, but right. I think they'd be a threat from the eleven spot. All right. So before we get to our SEC picks, I just kind of noticed this. It was I thought this was kind of funny. Let's play a little game real quick. All right, Braden. Oh sure. We'll play over We're playing under. a game. Okay. We're doing over under on SEC tickets for this week. For this, uh, the weekday games. Prices? Prices for the tickets. Yeah, the over-under. I'll give you an over-under. You tell me if it's above or below. All right. So, coming up, this Tuesday, South Carolina hosts Mississippi State. Over-under on ticket price is six. What do you got? Six dollars. Over under on are you, six. Are you taking like over? the smallest, the the lowest price? Yeah. Are you ta- are, are you? No, I'm just, I'm setting this. Are, uh, do you think the ticket price is higher than that or lower than that? The lowest ticket price. Do I think is higher or lower than that? Yeah. Six bucks. I'm, I'm going to go lower. Correct. Tickets as low as four dollars. Really? Yeah. Huh. Again, this is all according to ESPN, but I, this caught my attention. I think this is really interesting. Um, Alabama hosting Vanderbilt. Two dollars. Oh, hold on, I didn't even set it, but. Okay, do you want to roll with that? I'm picking two bucks. Seven dollars. That's more expensive than the South Carolina. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Something about Alabama, I guess. We talked about your Alabama football fandom. Yeah. So okay, this one will be a little dip. Are they bringing Saban into half court at that game? <laughs> they for some might. Reason? He might be doing an autograph session. I guess. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, and then our game, Kentucky hosting Tennessee, uh, over under fifty three dollars. It's oddly specific. Okay. Yeah, well, it's oddly specific. <laughs> so what, uh, you think is the lowest ticket price? You think that's over or under? Under. Wait, I just blanked out on myself. How do you blank? What do you, I'm sorry. What do you take? You said over? 53. I'm going under 50. You're going under. Good job. 47 dollars. 47 was the number I was going to say. I should have said it. Dang Way to it. go, Bright. Dang it. I didn't say it though. Where'd so I don't go? get credit. I don't know why I went blank there for a second. Yeah. A little interesting little game there. Forgot how this thing works. Was <laughs> I two and one? Yeah, doing good. I like it. How on earth is Alabama? Is Alabama's seven bucks? Like, Vandy's playing hard, and we talked about it. Yeah, they, they, they are. really are. But goodness. <laughs> okay, so we will um, move on. Well, if I can get my thing to type right. What were you going to set that over under at? Which one? The Alabama one. I was probably going to do five bucks. Yeah, I would have said under. Yeah, you would have said under. Yeah, I still would have said under. That's fair. I mean, I said two, so. <laughs> Well, imagine Man. that walking to the door with a couple singles, just walking into the game. <laughs> like it's like going to a movie in like the seventies, ain't it? Like <laughs> that was such an oddly specific time period. It's like going to the movies in the seventies. Seventies, the eighties, like I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Um, on Wednesday's games, uh, Georgia hosting Florida. 
Over or under $9? Over. Under $5? Again? Yeah. Cheaper. Anthony Edwards is in the building, people. Exactly. Florida is going to make the tournament, barring a complete, like, loss to Vanderbilt. Yeah. I don't know if they play Vanderbilt even again, but if they play in the SEC tournament and lose to Vanderbilt, okay, they might be near the bubble. But other than that, they're going to make it. Yeah. Five bucks? Yeah, five bucks. Gosh. All right, next game. Arkansas, Muscleman, hosting LSU over under 17. Ooh. Mm. Over. Under thirteen dollars, man. You're this is usually your spot on. I would pay things. like twenty bucks to go to that game. Like. It, I think it's gonna be a good game, and I'll. That and seems you know like what? A, yeah. If you take the football context of yeah, it, yeah, it's a rivalry. Heck of a rivalry. Yeah, yeah. So the boot. The, the, I don't know if they have a tournament or a, I don't know if it's a, a trophy boot for the, the boot. basketball. But yeah, still, it's, sure. it is a rivalry. Then people pay attention to that. Goodness, so should be a good game. Okay, next game, Ole Miss hosting Missouri. Over under five dollars. Over under five dollars. Oh my gosh! I want to say there's no way it's cheaper than the Alabama Vanderbilt game, but <laughs> there's a reason you set it at five. I'm gonna go with six. I'm gonna say over, under three bucks. Oh, dang it. <laughs> These are just like I know we talked about the SEC is like being a, having a down year, ACC having they a down are, year, but yeah. gosh, people, <laughs> they really, just, they're funny. just trying to get rid of tickets. <laughs> they really are, though, aren't they? You gotta go watch Bree and Tyree. You pick. Three bucks to go watch Brian Tyree? Yeah. Come yeah. on. You paid five or six bucks to go watch Brian Tyree. You should light up Missouri. So I was I'm trying to look and I there was one more game and I didn't put it out there because it didn't give me a ticket price. They're just letting they're not even they're not even having <laughs> security. They're just gonna let people in through oddly doors though, are open. Oddly though, it wouldn't be that case. Auburn hosting Texas A and M. They're letting people in. They I gotta mean, get the Home court advantage. Uh, I'm just, I hate myself for even saying that. <laughs> Auburn A&M. I don't know. Auburn feels awfully proud of themselves this year. Yeah. What's the number? Can't well, find it. That's the thing. I'm trying to find it. I can't. I um. I'll say it's eleven bucks is the lowest. You think eleven if you bucks? Can find it. I, yeah. For some reason, I cannot find the price. I'll do a little bit more digging. I'm okay. sure you all are enjoying this. <laughs> this is honestly, I enjoyed it. If nobody yeah. else did, you're just I enjoying it because I stay being wrong. <laughs> it's the first time you've been wrong in like a hot minute, so I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, gosh. <laughs> okay, so let's do our SEC picks. And I'm getting out my pencil and all I'm right. writing these down because we have walked in the studio these last two episodes going, What were our picks? Hey, I told you, I knew exactly what they were today. Yeah, I'm like a steel trap. You did good, though. Yeah. All right, so. Steel trap can't predict the over under for dollars, though. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, all right. Tuesday, March the 3rd, tomorrow, um, South Carolina hosting Mississippi State. Who you got in that game? Didn't they just play? Am I looking at the right thing? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at it. Who the heck? South Carolina just played somebody. They play A&M? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. They played somebody else maroon, I swear. The maroon team staying the messing you up. This is Mississippi State at South Carolina? Yes, sir. <sighs> Mississippi State. Dagan State. Yeah, we talked about them figuring it out. Okay, I'll take the Gamecocks. Okay, that's fair. So I'll that's take the first. That might be the first pick, the first first pick we've disagreed. With on. We've disagreed on. Yeah, we usually start with Kentucky. That was weird. Well, there's a late game, so I'm going. That's in fair. Yeah. Order this time. Okay, okay. eight thirty. Alabama hosting Vanderbilt. Net game that you cannot believe. The tickets were seven dollars. Seven dollars. <laughs> if people pay seven dollars to go to that game and Vanderbilt wins, they might burn the place down. They uh, might. Alabama. 
I'm taking Bama too. Okay, okay. so we're back on the train. Um, Tennessee hosting uh, or Tennessee, Kentucky hosting Tennessee. Yeah, we, cats. Uh, we shouldn't have even asked. Uh, cats hopefully. Cats by ninety. Yeah, I was gonna say it. Cats hopefully by ninety. Okay, taking a look at Wednesday's games. Uh, we've got number 15, Auburn, hosting Texas A&M. Been a lot more Wednesday games the past couple weeks. Usually it's like yeah. four and three on Tuesday, I feel, but the four has been set to Wednesday. Yeah. I'm not sure what the deal with that is. What do you got? Um, Auburn. Yeah, me too. I'm going to take Auburn in that game over the Aggies. Okay, next game, Georgia hosting Florida. Georgia hosting Florida. Georgia's rolling. Georgia's rolling a little I bit. I feel the same way, too. Like, like Florida will probably win, but I don't know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the Anthony Edwards train. I'm, come on, I'm t- Tom yeah. Crean bandwagon's got some stuff. Yeah, on. I'm not on the Crean bandwagon. <laughs> I'm on the Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards bandwagon. Okay. I don't. Not that I like dislike Tom Crean, but but it's more Anthony. You know, he's Jim. Har- he's John Harbaugh's. Um, well, he's brother-in-law. Both. both. Yeah, he's John Harbaugh's brother-in-law actually. Yeah. Yeah. So they, well, yeah, he is both of them. That makes sense. <laughs> That's what you acknowledge. Uh, that. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. But I was anyway. I always call. Uh, I knock everybody for calling John Jim. Yeah. Raven State coach, and I started off with Jim there, literally. Hey, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. You've made a bunch of them this episode, apparently. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Not mistakes. You've just been I'm wrong. Get, yeah, I'm yeah. getting them all out in this one, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Next game, Arkansas <laughs> hosting LSU. If I'm getting them all out in this episode, all these picks are about to be terrible. <laughs> I'm going yeah. with the Razorbacks. Yeah, me too. I know you are. That muscleman train, baby. Choo, choo, choo. Whoop, whoop. All right. There we go. Last game on Wednesday, Ole Miss hosting Missouri. No, Ole Miss. Yeah, I'm gonna. No, I'm not. I'm just joking. That was a double joke. I'm yeah. taking Ole Miss as well. Yeah, yeah taking the Rebels. The Rebels uh, looking pretty good, I think. Yeah, didn't spend a whole lot of time on these picks this time. Hold on, do you want to go back to Auburn to talk a little bit more? We might about need that? to. We might need to. <laughs> well, and you know, Buzz Williams is a good coach. We uh, we did plenty of talking about Auburn when we're trying to find their ticket price. I still can't find it. I'm telling you, it's eleven bucks. It's eleven, but you think I'm gonna keep? Um, hold on, I'm getting on Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster, please sponsor us. We just mentioned your name. Um, that's not how it works, but that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've got you. We've got you right here. Um, My family uses Ticketmaster and they listen. So like, yeah, there you go. Okay, so I, I sh- am. I should say they don't use Ticketmaster and they listen. Then they'll start. That's the key. There you go. Yeah. Um, Baby Tigers. Love you all for listening. Let's see. Wednesday. Here we go. Um, ticket price, and this is ticket master. The other ones I should say were on vivid seats. Oh, that's fair. Well, you got to be consistent then. Don't you? I, I tried to, but a vivid seats wouldn't have it. Okay, fair enough. So, according to Ticketmaster, I will give you the over under in this one. Okay. Auburn hosting. You're going to pick $11 now. Texas A&M. <laughs> Auburn hosting Texas A&M over under $20. I'm rocking with $11. It's over, according to Ticketmaster, $35. I did say lowest. something about Auburn being proud of themselves, and that kind of shows it. But Yeah, so, I mean, there's that. Um, T- yeah, I was really off on this. but Maybe it's because Vivid Seats ran week. out of all the tickets. Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> odd week. Yeah, it has been an odd week. Okay, so we put it off long enough. DC's just stay breaking my heart. Um, let's tough, go bro. ahead. Let's go ahead and do this uh, XFL recap. Recap. Yeah. Yeah. We were both solid on Saturday. We were. We did good on Saturday. So uh, on Saturday, um, the Guardians defeat the L.A. Wildcats 17-14. You know that West Coast to East Coast trip? Talked about it. Maybe. I was about it. Maybe DC I should have put that on the triple play, and for some reason I was just like, huh? Oh, you should have. I really should have. That would have been good. Um, Another game, the other game on Saturday, St. Louis hosting Seattle. I had a friend of mine did a round trip from E-Town to St. Louis to go to that game. 
and they said it was an awesome atmosphere. Oh, I bet. They said that it, the place was rocking. So maybe that talk about that third home game, them opening up the upper decks when they play L.A., maybe could happen. But anyway, the Battlehawks win that game over Seattle 23-16. to Okay, on to today's games. Earlier today, very sorry, Braden. Yeah. Houston, the rough. When I talked about Landry ducking out of the game, when well, he didn't duck out, he no, was yeah, knocked out. You know. yeah. uh, Philip Nelson was trying to lead him back and got him down to the three yard line, and then the ball just bounces against you sometimes, and it, it bounced a few times, and a heck of a play by the roughneck linebacker getting on, getting his hand under that ball, snagging it to the three yard line, two yard line. It was, heart- it was heartbreaking. You talked about the defenders breaking your heart, and I was like, oh man. Last thing I remember with one hand like that's the Antonio Brown stretch Ooh. on Christmas, and that brings <laughs> joy to your heart. So. Brings ro- joy to mine and a lot of misery to yours. Yeah, um, you're welcome. So yeah, Houston wins that game 27, 27 to twenty. And right now, as we're taping this game, currently in progress, the defenders are still losing sixteen to zero. That is impressive. Maybe you lose yeah. freaking Mark Trestman. Although I will say though, you'll be three and one even if the defenders lose. I'll be two and two. True, but I d- the defenders did just get an interception, so okay, that is big. That that is big, and it was in the red zone. So oh yeah, okay. Liking that, we got like what six minutes to go in the third. Plenty of time. Oh yeah, still a lot of time with the left. three point. Yeah, we're still, good. There's still a lot of time left. We're good on that. PJ Walker ran in a three point attempt earlier. How for about that? It was impressive. Is he the Lamar Jackson of NFL? People are of asking. the XFL. My column. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do on yeah. Twitter. Is so and so. My column. My column. Um, yeah, so I, I was um, Landry Jones. I tweeted about it. Literally went from an Ethan Peterman first quarter with those three picks to like 2019, 2020 Tom Brady, mm-hmm. like or just Joe Flacco the second half of his career with all the checkdowns <laughs> and stuff. And then he was scrambling on one play in the fourth quarter, and I literally my mind flashed exactly to Joe Flacco. Looked dead on like and was like, oh my gosh, uh, I love Joe Flacco. He brought the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, eat the W, Super Bowl 47. <laughs> Man, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add, Braden? Joe Flacco was elite at one point, but he is not anymore. Oh, don't don't tell PFT. Yeah. Well, I, he he's hey, he didn't even play the last half of the season. Look, I I like a lot of stuff PFT says, but no longer. Let's be real with each other. Can we be real? Let's be real with each all other. Right. Joe Flacco has not been elite for a bit. Man, despite how he was being paid. Tough, tough, tough. You know day. who is elite though? Who? Lamar Jackson. Starting. You know what? Let's let's stop. let's just end the episode on a high. He's note, an MVP. Okay? You can't argue with it. Um, we'll end the episode on a high note. Kentucky's going to beat Tennessee on Tuesday. I hope so. We talked too much. Knocking on wood. We talked way too much for them to go out and lose that game. We have <laughs> if if we lose, we are going to have to walk back. We're going to so take this episode crap. down. We're going to have to. We're going to yank it down. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, Braden, again, really fun episode. I I enjoyed it. Yep. Hope all of you bear with the rants. You know, sometimes you just. Sometimes you just need to get some stuff out. Yeah, and you have to. It's our podcast. So, Absolutely. You know, we want you to stay listening through the rants. Hopefully you find them just as entertaining as we do. And we know you did. So, guys, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from the Nosebleeds. I'm Zach Epperson. Braden Ramsey. Thanks for listening. <laughs>